Rocks have like a, a proper noun name. They're uh, salt. What is it? Himalayan salt lamp. That's the name. Himalayan salt lamp. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What's up with Himalayan salt, man? I I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel don't. like there's like because we also have pink Himalayan sea salt. <laughs> so I find it odd that we have I mean, salt it's, that it's, we consume and then also like a salt lamp. Yeah, I mean it's some hippy dippy shit. <laughs> I, I think it's just a cool looking light. It is cool. It's but cool. there's some hippy dippy the 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 salt in the lamp blocks the ions or oh shit. They'll tell you some hippy dippy shit that shit, don't let me take make my no glasses sense. off. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, I see I see the negative energy dissipating. Like <laughs> oh, me. Nah, some hippy dippy shit that if you take chemistry, you'll realize don't make any sense. <laughs> you take seventh grade chemistry, you'll be like, ah oh. <laughs> that's not how ions are light work, but okay, anyway. <laughs> they got them they got themselves up though. They got themselves up. They look cool. <laughs> they look cool. I mean, they make a vibe. They, I love them for that. That's funny. How you I, doing, dude? I am good, man. Oh, feeling good. This room is so nice when it's just kind of like a still St. Louis night. Here. You know, we had of course our whole little escapade about the lamp just now. <laughs> yeah. But you know, welcome to another episode of Nina Talks um, with me, Darius, <laughs> and <laughs> Makina. <laughs> Yes, we're back again. Back again. Another week, another episode. Yes, yes, man. So today for our nerd out, you had a dope, very poetic title also that I might <laughs> add. Darius been reading his Shakespeare, y'all. <laughs> Darius is becoming a renaissance man. He out here. My man read me like six episode titles that all <laughs> sounded like different motherfucking gregorian text or some shit like they came out the elder scroll i was like damn bro <laughs> my nigga been reading reading let me step my not game even, up bro <laughs> nigga got these poetic titles i'm like damn not even bro i just be finding my little be finding my little pockets of a long time there you <laughs> there you found his zen this um buy you a salt lamp this nerd out segment uh i wanted to call fine-tuning your hustle mm. right how you gonna how we gonna fine-tune our hustle, D? Tell the folks, man. What's, <laughs> what's the segment man, about? Man, yeah, so this shit was interesting. It got me, I was doing some reading on this really cool blog called like Fordham Street. It's this really interesting ex-CIA operative Ooh. that writes about all type of ways he thinks about learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, this particular article was contrasting goal setting and like habit forming yeah and it essentially, it, it essentially you know it had its hooks where it was like you know if you set a goal then it's too far in the future and you're not actively setting goals don't get you anywhere nope. and his whole thesis was that setting uh set your goals as habits that you want to form yeah and so you know you have your habits and you try to evaluate where you are and 
based on what your current habits are. Right. And so that's been an interesting thing that I've been trying to apply to my life. Yes. Where if I say I want to do some shit or if I say I have a certain goal, I always try to categorize where how close I am to either like achieving it or, you know, am I even progressing on my goal just based on the habits that I have. Yeah. Um, So lately in my kind of coding pursuits you know my day job as a yeah. programmer uh i, I love the <laughs> y'all can't see but you can't see the air quotes air right? quotes around day job and programmer <laughs> that shit just like i i just haven't found the the the, the heart string to it yet man i'm really good at it <laughs> but uh even practicing programming i've realized uh, has excelled so much just because it's become such a habit. Yeah. And so many other things that I want to explore or that even just we need to do as a business or I need to do with Summer as a couple. Like So many of those goals can be really assessed based on like what your habits towards them are like how consistently are you doing something towards your goal yeah i think that's what i think that's really cool that was kind of like my almost thesis (laughs) for that fine-tuning your hustle is just that that habit forming and using that to kind of evaluate what i've been trying you know how how i'm trying to do my shit i agree i think most people's like biggest problem when it comes to that kind of thing is like consistency and like having these like whopping fucking you know gargantuan things they want to do or things that you know might sound unrealistic or impossible you know when they're not broken down into their smaller steps and instead of doing the little things that need to be done to accomplish the great overall goal people will focus on just like looking like they're doing something huge or like some sweeping mm-hmm. one sweeping thing that's like this is gonna do it and nothing else like instead of like focusing on like a real long-term consistent plan that yeah. actually works like for me like as a producer my biggest thing was at a baseline being able to make a beat every day that was the first thing i decided i would start doing when i was started taking production seriously was like probably three years ago was just like all right i don't care what my schedule is how i feel whatever if i can't just sit down and make a beat then i'm probably not gonna be able to do this thing at the level that i need to and so you think about it like anything else if you wake a fucking nba player up at three in the morning and tell them to shoot a free throw they'll probably make it because that's how much they practice that shit (laughs) yeah so like whatever your craft or your profession is like you need to be practicing it with that same kind of rigor like you have to do that shit yeah. every day and it has to be a habit it has to be second nature it has to feel weird if you don't do it like it has to be built into you um yeah man. and it has to just be part of your i think your life i think one thing that's interesting too as we've kind of been exploring growing nina and doing other things and testing what our bandwidth is uh has even been being flexible and shifting enough to develop new habits yeah um 
because I, I know one of our really big goals is to just make content. And even with, there was one idea I had. Um, Don't I mean, spoil the, it for the I people. I mean, the name will probably change, but you know, I had this dope as, uh, I have this dope ass kid that I've been working on. And forming new habits are, is really tough because you hit a certain point where you've, in my case, I've written a certain amount and I'm like, where do I go next? Yeah. And I know what my next step is, but I need to shift my life around to get the habit down of just chiseling through this kind of like yeah. brain block. Um, and the brain block seems huge because I'm not even like a trained or tested chiseler when it comes to writing. Right. It's, it's all on you. And that's... But, oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying like, it's not my strong point, but it's something I want to do. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say is like, I think like the next, as we talk about like streamlining your hustle, it's like, no matter what you're trying to do, you're going to get to a point where like, even if you want to do it, you don't know yeah. what it is that you have to do. And I think like one of the biggest things I learned from myself as far as just like my personal development is just like the power of research and like yep. seeking knowledge. I think that's something that like, I don't know. I don't want to make through other mistake. people, even like there's the internet accessible, but like, so are Ask other somebody, people. bro. Uh, that is one thing that whenever I find it's not something that comes to me often I don't know if it's just a black male thing or just a Darius thing <laughs> of course the latter is easier to categorize it as but who knows whenever yeah. I do find myself reaching out to someone for after I've beat my head on the problem for so long or avoided it for so long reaching out to other people even though it might be uncomfortable like that shit usually like comes out of the W. Yeah. You've been <laughs> in some way, in shape, so or form. Even if it's not immediately what you expected, once you've shown that, all right, I've attempted to solve some type of problem for a while and I'm coming to you as someone who I believe could help me with this shit, people be people be willing to give you some step in the right direction. Yeah. I feel. If they can help you, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think there's a certain amount of just like it's humility like it's i think it's hard for people to admit maybe not everybody but i know for me it's hard to admit when i don't know something mm -hmm. like i think you know we're two people that are used to knowing a lot mm -hmm. of shit like we like i know myself like i'm used to being able to solve like most problems i mm -hmm. encounter maybe it'll take me a little longer depending on it but like most times i'm able to don't just, really like, don't really doubt that you can't yeah it. i'm like i gotta figure this out and then like when you get to that point where like maybe you aren't figuring it out it can be hard to get out of that I can figure this out mindset mm -hmm. and be like, let me let someone else help me figure this out. Yeah. And I think uh, it's helped getting down to, I always feel more empowered to reach out to other people when I can kind of point out what I don't, what I think I don't know. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, I, this is my problem. I can articulate it. And I've tried these things. I usually, whenever I ask somebody a question, that's literally how I like preface most of my yeah. questions is, here's my problem, or here's like the thing I'm trying to do. These are either the ideas I have, or these are the things I've tried to do. What are your thoughts? Right. Like, I don't even ask for shit for real, for real. I usually just like, if I think that you can help me in some way, I just kind of let you know what I'm dealing with and what I've tried to do and just like toss it to you. Yeah. And you, you, you get the interesting responses. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't phone that shit in. Like you have to still, 
try you, you can't expect people to solve your problem yeah either. it's like you can't like no one's gonna want to help you if you're just like but people have tips i don't know like, people do uh, have lots of tips good tips yeah <laughs> but it's like if you come to people and you and you do, if you can't articulate what your question is no one can fucking help yeah. you like people like I mean, people people just be coming up like with just like a bunch of like jumbled puzzle pieces yeah. and like want you to just like put it together and it's like no one can do that for you and even if they can they probably don't want to so it's yeah. like you have to show them that like here i've kind of started doing this thing i see the outline but i just i need some guidance yeah and like people are way more receptive to like that showing that you took the first step already yeah they're not they're not starting you you know yeah and i think even on the of the not from the the help side but from the partnership side i think that stance is also just crucial to like any hustle and then like the more official documented version of a hustle of like a small business or organization is just that the onus as the the hustler the business or whatever is you know you have something that you're trying to do some problem you're trying to solve like either you trying to get your beats off or like either i'm trying to like build the software and get people to use it or you know we trying to put some content out and get people to consume it but to do the things that you need to do you'll need help from other people yeah and to no get help from other people like it's not necessarily like on the people to like see your vision but you know fine-tuning that hustle i've realized with nina a lot is Having, in one sense, you know, putting together the communication of, like, articulating what we're trying to do. So that way we could get the vision across to other people so they yeah. can work with us. And then on the flip side is, like, taking the steps as we uncover and as we're able to do more things, taking those steps to get closer to what we're trying to do so we can convince more people to, like, give us help, tips, partnerships, et cetera, et cetera, like, yeah. fill in the blanks. But yeah, having that, I, I do think that getting that kind of organization within is also crucial to like fine tuning that hustle, whatever that should be. Yeah. You got to organize your hustle. That's the first step. That's just how you get it to grow past like your straight up like sweat and tears, I feel. Mm-hmm. It's like someone has to be able to look at it and have it immediately make sense. And then want to like feel either incentivized or charged to like help you push your like hustle forward yeah 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 i think one of my biggest things too is just time management if you talk about organization yeah i think like you know if i had to put two just like big like hustle you know get these things down i would say time management and communication yeah you you like whatever you're trying to do it don't matter what it is it's not gonna be successful if you can't organize your time and you can't communicate with other people. Yeah. Because like, I mean, that's just the groundwork for like living a life. <laughs> and when you partner with people, like there has to be a level of trust that yep. like things are gonna happen the way I expect them to. Yeah. And if you're not organized and you can't communicate, you can't you can't put your. It's just on. not gonna work out. So it's like, I think from like. It takes a bit of self-awareness, one, of, like, knowing, you know, what what's going to work for you and what's not. Like, I think I understand that, like, not everyone's a people person. I'm not a people person. But, like, you have to be conscious about the ways in which, you know, if you're, if you're offering a service, you have to be conscious of the ways in which you're 
you're structuring your business around that. Like if you know that maybe you're not super communicative, right? Like maybe, you know, you might go long stretches of periods away from your phone Mm -hmm. or shit like that. That's fine. Maybe something you want to think about just because of today's society. That's fine. But you need to have your way in a business that your customers expect this and that there's a level of comfort in whatever scenario they're in that if they call you needing something or text you needing something, it's not going to feel like, oh, like, what the fuck is this? Trust is being being breached. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So it's like you got to set up your shit that way. And then you also have to just align your time so that all the things you're trying to do aren't colliding with each other because yeah. like there's, there's nothing worse than paying someone a deposit and their double book like just on some shit like that whether it's your nails or whatever like that's a that's an irritating feeling because yeah. you, like someone is losing money and that's what a deposit guarantees yeah it's timing so like we all have a phone we all have a calendar like like use your calendar like that's i mean that's really just like Tip number one, like, you don't have to remember all the shit you're doing. Just let your phone remember and let it tell you 30 minutes before. Yeah. And, like, anytime, like, for me, I'm terrible. We smoke weed all the time. We have no memory. Memory of a fucking goldfish. (laughs) That's why anytime anyone tells me anything involving a date or a time, I just put it in my calendar. And I immediately forget about it. Write that shit somewhere. And then a day before I have to do it, my calendar's like, you have that thing. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. And Good thing I told you that. (laughs) Right. Or like if someone asks me, what you doing this day? Even if I... That's habits, you know, habits. Yeah. Like even if I think that day is completely clear, if I know in my heart of souls, stake my life on it right now that that day is clear... I will not confirm until I can look at my fucking calendar. Yeah. Because my ass will be like, yeah, I'm free. And they have three things to do that day. Yup, yup. <laughs> it has happened to me before. It's happened to me before. I don't know what that yeah. that just left my mouth was. <laughs> but it's happened to me before. Like, that's just life. Yeah. But, like, you have to be proactive about those that's things. That's part of that communication. Of yeah. Like, part of the communication is knowing when to be reserved and, like, always be honest yeah that, that that simple yeah <laughs> yeah i could do it means without a lot. checking you know just that simple habit of committing without checking. yeah because Sim- like simple things like that i hear that dude yeah i think that's like i think those two things and just like honestly like if you talk about streamlining streamlining too it's just like using tools too like outside of just yourself like yeah. there are so many apps and technology shit that'll just help you do all these things that like will take it off your hands like, i mean like you know here's a little you know we'll give you guys a little a little uh little secret behind the magic here at nina the, <laughs> the pay it forward tweet is automated right <laughs> i don't write that every morning i tell my alexa to send that every morning yeah. and it sends it and that that's a part of our brand that just like an example of like that just, just happens you know what i mean and it's and it, and it and it's fun i think it's it's a little positive reminder for everybody it's great but i don't i, don't, I can give you that same energy without me typing it every morning yeah. <laughs> yeah. and you know and and finding exact examples of that you know in whatever your art your field is your your profession you know whether that whether you're a photographer and you know every Wednesday you wanna post on Instagram every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Set an alarm so that yeah. you don't forget. Set an alarm on your phone at 11:50 that says get your post together. Using using technology to set yourself up to win. Yeah, yeah. And it, and, it, and it takes 
You can it, it takes organization and like energy up front, but it'll just say it'll just so give you consistency on the back end. Yeah. And that's key. Yeah. Well what's that saying? Is uh <sighs> fuck. <laughs> I give you something like consistency is key. No no no. It's <laughs> something simple. It's an old white man saying it's like every every minute spent preparing is worth like an hour doing or something it's a benjamin franklin yeah but it's something like that of like however much time you spend organizing and prepping gets returned to you tenfold on the back end and and it's so true it feels like a bore and a waste while you're doing it and like it's taking you away from actively doing something yeah but then once you do it you realize like oh fuck like i now have this set up like this set up i can think about these other things because i yeah. don't have to think about the thing i thought literally about. <laughs> like a small thing for me a little producer nugget from any producer fans i remember the day i sat down i used to just have all my beats in a folder mm-hmm. i remember one day i sat down and i organized all of my beats by like type by like the mood and like the vibe and the tempo and like it, it took me fucking forever mm-hmm. And I probably could have made like two or three beats in the amount of time I sat there doing that. But I did it. And then every session I had after that just went so smoothly because mm-hmm. it was just like, ah, oh, you want to hear this? Go right to this yeah. folder. Oh, you're in this kind of mood? No right searching in this around. Folder. You just get straight no to it. No searching. You don't play no shit that you wasn't supposed to accidentally play. Yeah. Or, you know, some weird shit that you had in the tuck. And then it start playing. You're like, oh, uh, uh, don't listen to that. that was, don't <laughs> ignore that. Uh, but, like, you know exactly what you're playing. So, like, even that was just a little way for me that, like, I took the time and did that. And, like, it's something that pays itself back to me damn near every day. Yeah. Every time someone walks into my studio, I'm thankful that I did that shit. Whenever I'm working on building a new project, I take the time to sit down either in my notebook or just in like a text editor and just write out what my intention for like yeah. the project is. And it just helps to give me a lot of focus because I know a lot of times in my personal just kind of development struggles as I build <laughs> things, <laughs> you just spend a lot of time getting distracted on like random bugs. Yeah. And then after you f- solve the bug, you just start thinking about something else and you get off track. Yep. And like, it'll take me, I'll, I'll solve a bug, get distracted on some like random shit for like 20 minutes and then just like sit back and be like, oh wait, no, I have to actually do the thing I'm supposed to be I doing. I like, have to work. But no, I, get, I give myself an outline on like, what is my goal for this period in which I'm like sitting down to work? Yeah. And just like, you know that like, I need to be working on this thing that's next to me for the X number of hours until I'm done, like, or until I'm done working. Yeah. Facts. Well, that was fun. <laughs> it's a great segment. We hope you guys got some tips for your hustle. You know, hit us up on social media with uh yeah, like we love to hear tips, you guys' man. thoughts like, on how you work. Yeah, what are your productivity hacks? What are your goals? Let us know at at Productions Nina on Twitter. Uh, while you're at it, at Nina Productions. Tell them to delete their fucking account and burn in hell because they just... No, they could be nice people. Just delete the account. <laughs> They're ruining our vibe. They're, they are single-handedly... Can't be condemning people to hell, but I would love that account. single-handedly holding our brand back. I have no mercy. <laughs> I, will not, I will not have it. <laughs> they pro- no judgment. Like say, bro. <laughs> yeah, I, will not have, I will not have it. That's funny. <laughs> what's, uh, what's our roll-up for today? So yeah, so the roll up I had um, 
be humble, sit down. Mm. I wanted to use tell them Kendrick. <laughs> right? <laughs> Feeling all poetic and shit. You know, like young Shakespeare. I'm telling you, poetic justice. Shakespeare man. de Kaye. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so in this man? one, I thought it would be cool to just sit back and think about sometimes that we've had to uh either either we chose to be humble in the situation and you know it turned out for the better or worse or times that you know we feel like looking back we should have mm. been humble and That's you know sad. it didn't turn out you know i got this one kind of off top and it's not it's not a specific time yeah it's more just like a period of feeling or something. uh a, a genre okay say. like really just as far as anything concerning women yeah i learned that if you're just humble and you sit down and you shut the fuck up and listen like most times it'll work out whether that's just like a friendship trying to pull or like yeah. a relationship intellectual conversation whatever it is i learned that when women were involved if i just chill out like you, you know niggas get around women and start trying to be the biggest nigga in the room yeah and because i think as men that's when our pride boils up the most yeah. right is when a woman is around and there's like another man around or even when it's just you and a woman it's like, just natural hormones it's just shit. yeah like whatever in your dna tells you to like Boys big up your chest up. and you know puff your shit out that's like tell that extra joke yeah that extra <laughs> joke or drop some unnecessary facts you know <laughs> you know shakespeare was born like you know whatever the fuck like you just gotta you gotta fight that instinct and just chill that down like and just be chill like I think everyone, women especially, just love chill people. Yeah. Because the world is a very dangerous place if you're a woman. And if I you, can't read you. <laughs> right. If I feel like you're just doing too much, I'm not going to want to be near you if I'm a woman. But yeah. like, if you just a chill ass nigga, it's like, oh, okay, there you go. Like, he not on no weird extra wild shit. He just yeah. cool. And he doing himself. He's humble and, you know. Even if I don't want to fuck him, I might just want to be around him. And that's great. Like, platonic friendship is amazing. But like, I feel like there, there's a section of people that will take that as an L, but it's not an L. It's not friend. an L. It's, okay. it's not an L. Having women friends is probably like the best thing. It helps in the long run. It's helps in the short term too, honestly. It but just you know, helps. if you can't, it's good. I mean, women are amazing. Black women. If you, hey, if your friend is a black woman, bonus points. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was my biggest thing. I think like. To reel us back in here, I think uh, you know I I know a lot about girls and shit. Mm -hmm. So like my whole thing was really just like trial and error for most of my life. Mm -hmm. And it was like, all right, every time you know, cause like it's like being cool. Like you know, you can't you never try to be cool is what they say. Like, yeah, being funny, you never try to be funny. So it's like, all right, like I'm gonna just stop trying to do all this other shit that like TV and you know, my older cousins and just all the fucking people around you be telling you to do is like, I'm going to just do whatever the fuck I want to do. Just sit the fuck down, mind my fucking business and be cool. Yeah. And just start working out. Like, yeah, I hear that. that that's my, that's my be humble story. It's I just, too. Hmm. Women in life. I too shall keep mine kind of generic then. Uh, I think mine will be, I think mine, um, my be humble is just kind of accepting that I may or may not fulfill just like any expectations. 
started real young. Started real young. But I think there was just like a point where I grew up in the church. And so like there was there's just like parts of my personality that like I'm really growing up in the church, I was like really good with like the youth ministry mm-hmm. and just like, you know, I'm I'm a very honest, genuine person. Yeah. I've always kind of been that way. And so there were parts of me that uh had lots of expectations on like, oh, he's such a gentleman, you know, he's mm-hmm. such a uh, a man of God and a man they of found valor. Out you were a weed head. A man of valor. <laughs> they found out you were smoking nah, that out, devil's out, lettuce. Oh, man, shout out to my team. But <laughs> but I, you know, I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> and and you know, there, but there was also just kind of a lot of things in life as I got older mm-hmm. that didn't necessarily mat- mesh with expectations of people that I looked up to. Yeah. Or even expectations of peers and going through life. Uh, you just get kind of worked up when you have like... I would get worked up when I had friction with people that I cared about. Mm-hmm. And I had certain expectations. And that had certain expectations of me and I felt like I wasn't necessarily meeting them. Um, I wouldn't necessarily like... I wasn't necessarily the type of person to just like run and do a whole bunch of like crazy things for people but was definitely like the person that like if i felt like you were expecting something of me that i wasn't necessarily doing and i didn't immediately like disconsider you as someone i you know i cared about like then i was stressed yeah like i would feel it i'd feel that like oh there's like tension between me and this person that i like care about i'm not too sure like necessarily why um, and like, of course, that leads to communication. But a part of me just like had to recognize that okay, I can listen to a lot of these expectations, but you know yourself, and you right. have like a pretty good moral compass, and you know when you know that you take the time to make the right decisions, and if you don't, you take the time to like get all of the answers you can before you make a decision. Mm-hmm. So you gotta trust that you do all of those things. And kind of just like relax and not let not let people's expectations cause you to do extra things. Yeah. Like so sometimes you just I just kinda had to like sit back and like uh just be be like it's okay like to set those expectations. Like it may not necessarily be the thing that the party wanted to hear, but like that's kind of the expectation of the relationship. Like that's what I know I can do. Yeah. As like someone in your life. Yeah, because niggas will put a lot on you if you if you yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah, you get niggas and still take and a you mile, can't do bro. everything. Like you you can't feel like you could. Uh, You're not Superman. You can't feel like you can appease everybody. You can't do that. Like you have to be comfortable in knowing that. People need to shift their expectations over something that y'all both can agree on. Yeah. It can't be dictated by one party. Nope. Yeah. So, like, getting to that point and, like, having to sit down and, like, not feel like I could be the young Superman out here and, like, know that, like, all right, you kind of got to, like, have faith in, you know, have faith in yourself and have faith that you are doing your best for the people that you care yeah. about. Always reevaluate it, but also have faith that you like doing the best for the people you care about. You talk to them, you communicate. Don't let that extra stress and shit yeah. bother you. That's facts. I feel the same way. That was definitely one for me as I grew, just like realizing that like 
Just because someone wants you to do something <laughs> doesn't necessarily mean you have to. They don't. <laughs> and like, that can be good or bad, but like, again, trusting yourself to know that like, all right, I'm a decent human being. Not an asshole. <laughs> no. So if I feel like like I do, I do a lot for the people in my life. Not a total dick. So like if someone's really asking me to do something, and for some reason it's it just don't not mesh, clicking, it don't... <laughs> that's not on me. You yeah. know what I mean? And like you got to put the ball back in their court to just be like, hey, saying cool. Yeah. You know, I agree. Yeah. I think that like I feel like just self reflection. It's the moral of both of these stories. Yeah, that's you know? key to being humble. Yeah, humility like, is being able to kind of like look at yourself, listen before you talk, and yeah, be like, ah, uh, am I right here? I think that's like one of the biggest things people miss is that ability to question themselves effectively. Yeah, I think it all boils down to that of just being able to, you know, look at your circumstances. And your actions and the actions of those around you and distill them to, you know, whether or not you're comfortable with what's happening here, whether or not it's something you're proud of or you feel isn't the norm for yourself. Yeah. And like whether or not what they're asking for is reasonable is with what you're doing unreasonable. Yeah. Like And if you ha- and if you have worked on actively checking yourself, then you don't have to feel conflicted when you don't agree with someone else's check. Right. Like if you know that you do, you know, you do an honest job of checking yourself, which you know, you can't, you can't really, you can try to lie to yourself, but you <laughs> but know you that, but you know that you lie to yourself. <laughs> you be knowing. Like, you know, in the purest form, so don't be trying to troll or whatever. In your heart like, of hearts, you'd be like, nah, that was fucked up. I shouldn't have done that shit. Or you'd be like, nah, and, that was fine. And like, if all else fails, that's why they say go to therapy, because the therapist gonna know that you lie to yourself at the <laughs> very least. So that's why they always say go to motherfucking therapy. Thanks. So that way, if you know, if you think you're not lying to yourself and you can't find nothing wrong, then just go to therapy and they're going to tell you some shit. They're like, like nah, you shouldn't have done that shit, bro. <laughs> tweaking. Uh, but nah, once you know that, like, once you could kind of clown yourself, like other people clowning you don't face you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Humble man. yourself. Hell yeah. That's that eight mile shit. Like, them shits go hand in hand. Section one about shit. the hustle. In section two about humbling yourself, them shits is like hand in hand. Fucking gumbo, bro. That shit hit. Humble. <laughs> <laughs> now that's I mean, that could even be a motherfucking uh, <laughs> hustle tip right there. It's just humble yourself. It is. You know? I feel like it's so many people that start whatever they doing, like they the they the shit. Yeah. And like not to say that you shouldn't feel confident in what you do right but also acknowledge that kind of no matter what it is you do there will always be someone better than you there will always be someone who's done it longer always be someone who knows more yeah and humbling yourself to keep an open eye and ear for those people because to someone because obviously like you know everything is relative so like to you you know or to someone else you may be that person above them that knows more or whatever yeah but that doesn't make make you the top it's someone above you that's the way humanity works there's yeah. always someone a bit older and wiser. yeah and the more you narrow yourself off to be like i'm, I'm it 
I'm yeah. a man. I got it. That's the the less you're able to learn because you're you're closing yourself off from different views and perspective yeah. and people who may have been doing what you're doing in in different circumstances or times or whatever just have yeah. knowledge for you whether or not they can you know solve your problem they have knowledge for you and that's yeah. I listened to Jay Z interview today where he was talking about that just that concept of like really just listening to people. Not even listening in a sense of like following their commands or or advice or whatever, but just listening. Just like someone tell you something and you just sit there and you absorb that shit and you think about whether or not what they said applies to you and the life that you live and whether or not you can use that advice or if it's good and just having that be that. Yeah. Like just because someone tell you something don't make it gospel, but also there's probably something in there that you can use. Yeah. And so just like really taking that time to critically listen. That's and a word. Keep an open ear. That's a word. Nina talks. That's a word. We Nina talks, here. man. Nah, I'm I'm cool with that shit, bro. That's <laughs> fucking the gym, bro. It's a rap. I'm cool with that shit. That's a gym, bro. I need the motherfucking clacker and I buy my own clacker, bro. So every time we drop a gym, we just hit a clack on it. Damn, bro. Nah, nah. I, I appreciate that whole conversation. Yeah, nah. That was, hey. My man Darius, the topic God, bro. I'm out here with the poetic topics, triggering. That's what Nina talks is about, man, yeah, bro. So, That's what know, Nina talks is about, man. Niggas go to work, bro. and then after that shit, we smoke a nice joint and we talk yeah. about the shit. Hey, this is this was a good joint episode. Man. Like, if <laughs> you talking. was not high listening to this episode, I'm sure you gained a lot. Probably but did. They probably took a lot of notes, and, and you probably you probably took a lot of notes. But then go smoke and listen again. Then you gonna, feel it, and you are gonna feel it. You are gonna catch even more because there's there's Nina talks in between the lines. You know, <laughs> <laughs> a little translucent writing and shit. Uh huh. It's like smoke. Uh, <laughs> from the from the Himalayan salt lamp. You know, you you might not be able to pick up on those frequencies if you sober. <laughs> so light your salt lamp, light your joint, listen to this Nina talk, get your ions right, you hear me? Like and subscribe on YouTube and whatever you listen to podcasts on, you know? Shout out. Become a patron. Do all the good things, man. Thank you. We get 20 patrons, everyone gets a salt lamp. <laughs> cut that shit. <laughs> Unless we can write it off on the taxes. Let's see. We got to see first. We'll see. <laughs> You can probably write it off. See how it looks financially. But you know, shout out to thanks for listening. Shout out. Thank (laughs) you for listening. Nina Talks. Peace.